Hey everyone, producer Dave here. All this week's shows are freebies on Patreon, so head on over to patreon.com slash echoplex. You can get the entire audio capture for all of our shows this week. Uh, thanks for being our listener, and uh, check out our live shows, twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. At some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. Dave's Kung Fu is the best, I have to say. people by first in flight and you're here on local love we do the show live on twitch every tuesday from 8 p.m to about 10 p.m pacific and beyond into the light that is red um if you're listening on the podcast please do head on over to twitch and give us a follow also if you're listening on the podcast version of this make sure you subscribe to our podcast now on wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh juan maserati what's up what you drinking on 
What's up, man? I am drinking some Strange Beast Hard Kombucha with the 7% alcohol content. Is that that weird mushroom shit? <laughs> no, it's not ayahuasca. No, no, no I mean that kombucha. Isn't that, that made out of mushrooms? Like not uh, shrooms. No, but... it, it's, it's, um, it's actually made out of some fermented shit. I don't know exactly, but it's something fermented. And this uh, particular flavor has ginger, lemon, and hibiscus. So, uh, you know, I recommend it. It's, um, it's. Uh, I don't know who actually means makes this, but I guess it's called Strange Beast. That's probably who. Oh, I don't know who the brewer is. It. Um, the quality's see. quality, but it's not that quality. Can't quite read the small print. Yeah, um, I don't know, man, but I just know that um, it's it's it tastes good. It uh, does the job in terms of the. Uh, level of alcohol content percentage wise and of course it does something for my uh tummy and my uh my intestines because it has some probiotic action going on so you can get drunk and you can also do something for your intestines too like a real shit man so basically what you're saying is you're you're going to be basic today no actually i'm not because uh for me, this is like uh, as real as it gets, my man, or as real as it gets. Now, on the other hand, if I want to take it up from basic to, uh, you know, super high level, I got some uh, Japanese whiskey on this side over here and uh, some quality uh, bourbon whiskey also. So I'm like, you know, kind of just, you know, having all the flavors accessible to me. Fucking A. Well, shit. You want to tell people about yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um Hi, my name is Juan Maserati. I'm your local state representative. <laughs> now, um, my name is Juan Maserati. I'm based out of South... No, no, what am I saying? Yeah, it's South Bay. Yeah, I'm from the South Bay. You can say that. And um, I am a keyboard player. I've been playing keyboards uh, since hell, since the early 80s. And um, I, uh, that kind of gives away how old I really am. But I am not ashamed to say I am old. And I am a keyboard player for Rebels Camp and Los Improvisers. And uh, I am totally down for the local music scene here in the South Bay, pretty much all over the Bay Area. And even for the homies that are in other local locales, if you will. But um, I am all about tonight, which is about playing local music, talking about local music. Speaking of local music, and if you are listening right now, I would encourage you to go get on the panel tonight and join us. If you are a uh, an artist, if you are a musician, if you are a songwriter, if you even uh, even if you are not in into the music, but maybe you, you happen to be a writer or you're an actual artist uh, of different types of mediums. Um, we would love to have you. Me and Dave would love to have you. And so feel free to come on board. And uh, I believe if you go to echoplex.media.com and there is a section there that will show you how to do it. Oh, just um, go to slash echoplexmedia.com slash panel. There you go. That's man, how easy is that? You can go on to that link. And then the next thing you know, you read through the instructions and it simply says, Hey, if you got a microphone, if you got a, a working inter internet connection, a, a camera, a webcam, 
and a web browser you can get on right now and join us. That's how easy it really is. So we encourage you to join us, speak your mind, speak your heart, speak your soul, and let's have some fun tonight. Yeah. And I think we do have a couple of uh, people that aren't going to regularly be on. I don't, I don't know if that, uh, you know, nobody, nobody in music shows up exactly on time. One of the people I'm expecting later is the singer from this band. Oh, Kikyo, uh, Saturday. Oh, by the way, Saturday, we do an open panel for people in our community, the homies. Um, <clears throat> Kikyo, we'd love to have you on Saturday. This, uh, this is for uh, local artists and musicians here in the Bay area, but Kikyo join us Saturday. It's super easy to jump on. We'd love to have you. Um, I, yeah, we'd love to talk to you a little bit on Saturday. Just kind of keep that in mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we got some new music by a band called Cali Rather out of San Francisco. And I believe their singer David might be joining us a little bit later tonight to introduce himself to our audience. And he said, if not this week, next week. Also, we might be having Steven from the Poppy Jasper band on this evening. I, ex- I, expect, I expect Curtis from uh, Monkey to uh, wander in here at some point as well. Hell yeah. Motherfucking Curtis. So this is Callie Ra. The song is called Gaslight. I've never heard it. We're going to play it on our song. And um, yeah, we're going to play it on our song. We're going to play it on our show. And we'll be back in a minute. Sweet. Left and right 
Callie Ra, that song was called Gaslight, and I'm going to give it one of these. Mm. And I'm also going to give it one of these. Bitch, make me famous. That shit was dope. I fucking didn't, I didn't know anything about this per, this guy's music, and uh, I was pretty fucking happy with it. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like sort of that kind of David Bowie, kind of 80s, kind of spacey, like rock and roll, but with like a disco beat sound. Right. I especially like the whole just, you know... Um, kind of like Bowie 80s sound as well, but um, it was uh, really soulful too at the same time in that kind of vein. Yeah, yeah, it was <clears throat> every time we get something new from somebody we've never heard of, I'm like always like fucking completely pleasantly surprised and it's always something that's like a little bit different than the other stuff we're playing, so that's real good. Uh, the guy's name, is the singer from that is uh, David and uh, he may or may not be joining us tonight. If not, it'll be next week. Uh, I know the media wench will be joining us at some point here. She just had to work a little late this evening. That's good for her wallet, I believe. So Absolutely. Always good for everyone's wallet if you get that OT in. Media wench is a crowd favorite around here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. so uh, check this out. If you're listening to the podcast of this and you're not a, uh, a musician, but maybe you're a podcaster, content creator, um, some kind of artist, and you're just not in the Bay Area, We'd love to have you on on Saturday. We do an open panel basically about content creation with other Twitch streamers on Saturday. 
We had a pretty good one this last Saturday, I think. We had Lady Raincloud coming on, talk about running for office. And then she scampered away once the panel filled up because she's like, uh-uh. And then <laughs> and then uh, Xavier was on, and then uh, Xavier Zeta, another streamer, was on. And so was Birch Moon Tree, a regular in our chat, who uh, fucking we met her making fun of Betty Washam. So that was it was a great time. I liked everybody who jumped on this Saturday. We had, a, we had a, I, I thought that was the best uh, Saturday open panel we had so far. It was awesome, man. I enjoyed it immensely. I noticed on these, by the way, it takes, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes to, before people start joining. Everybody be fashionably late. <laughs> They'll show up later in the wee hours. They're on streamer slash artist slash mute slash musician time, right? Right. You coined it. Nailed it. We'll call it content creator time. That's CCT. CT, the content creator time. There you go. CCT, everybody. We are not on content creator time. I fucking start wait. I start on time. Me and HK were talking about that uh, on Wednesday a little bit. He's like, I do my own streams where I video game and they start an hour late. He's like, but somehow I managed to show up to your stream on time. <laughs> it's like, amazing. Though. What, what, was the, what was the reason for the delay? His delay? It's, I don't know. He's like, I like to think that I'm smart enough to not eat a Tide Pod. I mean, we're not, we, we, you know, we've only got so much to work with there. <laughs> shows up on time for, uh, for my shows though. I don't care if he starts his shows late, but he does yeah. gaming. Uh, we, I've done some open source gaming with him. Did you jump on one time or no? Yeah, I did. We did. Um, uh, what was that? Um, Linux, it was like a uh, Linux text, text cart. There you go. Yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. We got to do it again. That was super fun. He's been not, he's been doing it at like very sporadic times, but, uh, maybe I can get it going too. It's not like running a screen capture of Tux cart. Oh shit. With Ninja too. I could have all y'all on the bottom. I could have you, you, oh no, I could have, oh, it'd be so great. Can we do that? Can we have a session where OBS Ninja is streaming us playing, uh, you know, Tux cart. That would be fucking awesome. If that was possible, they'd only see my screen. I think that's fine. Yeah. But they see the action, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they could see everybody, I think. I don't know. I might melt the fucking video card trying to do that. I'm going to have to see. <laughs> That's the next feat that will blow my mind. Because every time, uh, there's not like every, every other day that you completely blow my mind with new shit, which is cool. If I had a fucking powerful video card, I could blow your mind with some shit. But I bought like a $160 video card when I built this machine. Because I was just like, I just need something to put some fucking Good pictures. Question. Maybe... And maybe the people out there would like to know as well, what would be the ideal dream card of yours? Like, what would you, what would you need to really do it right with all oh. the rendering well, that you would I, like to do? Whatever the fastest fucking card is at the time, like not the fastest quadro, but like not the, like the fastest either Radeon or uh, uh, GeForce card. Cause this, this workload is a lot like gaming just a lot of real-time rendering and so like just whatever the fastest card is so i don't know what is it 3080 or the 3090 i guess that okay, shit's yeah, like hard. that shit's like that shit's like more than all the shit in my rack the audio rack put together i ain't buying no fucking 1500 video <laughs> card fuck that <laughs> you're you're talking about the rtx series right yeah yeah i wouldn't buy, fuck mm -hmm. that. that's some hot shit man everybody's everybody's been talking about the hot shit like but that but is the amount of, the, the amount of power you can get for around five or $600 is fucking okay. I don't know what I would get. I'd just like read the reviews. Right. That's awesome. Well, okay. And how much of those run again? Oh, I don't know. I'd fucking, I haven't even looked at a new video card, but that's like, if I fucking replaced anything or if we, 
if we didn't have enough power for running everybody's video and doing the game capture, it would just be a matter of the video card. I mean, no problem. I mean, it would be a problem because I'd have to spend money, but. All right. Cool. Fuck spending money. Unless it's on beer or weed. <laughs> so we may have well, Steven, we may have Steven, the singer from the Poppy Jasper band in, and he sent us a bunch of brand new music. Uh, this one's new from, oh, new to us. He had uh, forgotten to send us this stuff when it came out. This song's called Wanted Man. It's by the Poppy Jasper Band. It's probably going to be like kind of Southern blues, kind of Southern rock style. Right. I haven't heard it yet, but that's the kind of music they do. So let's do it. Let's get it.
Oh man, that was that was fucking rocking. I think I'm gonna give it one of these. Bitch, make me famous. I'll do one of these. <laughs> and then I'm uh, like, I'm like, God damn. That was by Brother Spellbinder. No, that was by uh Wanted Man, Poppy Jasper Band. Oh, Poppy Jasper Band, my apologies. I see you, I see you fucking I see you screen screen looking to see what's gonna play in the next couple of minutes. So yeah, the Poppy Jasper <laughs> Band, that song was called wanted man <clears throat> fucking like i said man that kind of southern blues rock ah oh, super good stuff poppy jasmine man yes sir that song made me really want to go to a fucking live show like at the fucking um what is it, the house of blues or whatever on stevens creek mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just love it i love that whole soulful rock you know funky sound that tone you know it was coming on hard man that is fire and that sh- should go into the vault automatic vault man status you know what i'm saying well the great thing is if you like this music that, that we're uh, listening to right here and we're not live you could just go to eplex.xyz or ecoplexmedia.com slash radio and just fucking tune in anytime uh you could also tune in there to us doing this live if you want to do the audio only you can get it on the tune in app too at ecoplex radio or just eplex.xyz pop your headphones in do your dishes hang out with local love old school kick it old school Fucking call the show, by the way, 415-903-PLEX. That's 415-903-7539. Don't know why I bother with a phone server. People always just Discord in. Oh, that phone system's good if somebody crazy wants to talk to us. Call in. Anyway. What's up? Oh, yeah, man. I'll tell you what's up. Um... Today was, uh, you know, a good day. I was uh, thinking about, you know, cool stuff to do. Hopefully next week, uh, weekend, get out there and maybe get a bite to eat somewhere, you know, and uh, do that. Oh, yeah. I can meet you somewhere. Oh, shit. Let's do that. (laughs) You know, dude, you know the spots. You know the spots. Get a dark beer and a, a delicious sandwich somewhere. Hell yeah, man. Mask up. Oh, not when you're at the table, though. Whatever. I just hope that fuck. I'm just super excited about that vaccine. Fucking it's starting to look like maybe mid to late summer. We can start doing outdoor events. That's going to be great. They were talking about that a little more on on Curtis's show this afternoon about how they're like, man, I don't want to jump the gun, but also fuck. When can we play? (laughs) You know? Yeah, I I feel that I've been feeling that um, lately. Just like. Kind of put my mindset in them, like, okay, you know what? Uh, put yourself in a place where you want to really play for people, connect with people, and connect with other musicians, and uh, just have a really great time. Yeah, you know? that would be just uh, that would be an awesome thing to do. It's even more amazing, is that. I'll be able to play bike party first. And I have all those motherfuckers phone numbers in case I get kicked off of Facebook. Nice. Nice. I haven't been able to get all the bike party people into our discord, but maybe Enrique, I can get Enrique into our discord. That guy's cool as fuck. Oh yeah. He's a cool dude. And the bigger Mexican guy always has his family and kids there and big speakers and shit. Super nice guy. Oh shit. I should get him on this next week. Talk about bike party. Yeah, that would be cool, man. You know, talk about bike party, you know, was if there's anything being planned and, you know, 
schedule. That would be cool. We did a, we did a couple virtual ones, but it, there, there, there were a lot of problems with it. First of all, like people were like, well, how am I supposed to zoom and drive? And I was like, oh, you can just tune into this and listen. And they're like, oh, one of the guys was like blasting me DJing on his bike. He's like, well, everybody was like, well, that was really fun. Thank you, everybody. But that wasn't bike party. And so. Right. But uh, what I've been what I've been doing with that community is just like every time I DJ or whatever, I just post, you know, in the little group there. And I'm like, hey, you know, you miss bike party. This, this, I play bike party all the time, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's a it's always a, a great time, you know, when you, you do a set at the big bike party of which i've been honored to at least catch two two sessions you've done bike party and then each time it was really uh it was like a great end to a good night when you had all the dancers out there and you know there's the mix you're you're spinning and everybody is waving their you know colored uh trinkets whatever (laughs) they're just like uh everybody's happy and uh it's it's you know that's that's really what i miss about bike party even though i'm not i never actually rode a bike in a long time but you know i support the whole scene they go at about two miles an hour so what i think you need to do is get up on a fucking bike and like so you, so you can not only escort oh, me to bike man. party but escort me during bike party and we can fuck blaze it up <clears throat> listen to some other djs fucking ride around make trouble yeah, I, I I think it's time to to get back into the uh, bicycle bicycle game. Kind of. I mean, like ride. I said, man, if you're not in good shape, it don't matter because bike party rolls at two miles an hour. You know. <laughs> no, I could do it. I could do that. People roller skate the whole thing, so it's not moving that fast, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I got this song by Quigs. Quigs is, I believe, out of the North Bay. This song is called Aurora. We're looking forward to more music from Quigs when his album comes out. That's Q-U-I-G-S. Quigs. Yeah. 
was Quigs. That song is called Aurora. We got to get that fucking guy on. That guy's doing all kinds of cool processing on his voice, like the pitch bending and stuff. I love that shit. Love it. Like layering of his voice. It's like it's layering of his voice, and it's almost like there's a whammy bar on it. But it seems like it's obviously digital because it's more like a whammy bar is less uh, we'll call it accurate. But <laughs> yeah, super good. We got to get that guy on to talk about like what he's doing and how he's like creating that sound because that's really cool. Yeah, it kind of had a, a Peter Gabriel, old school Peter Gabriel vibe, which was, I thought was like, wow, that's cool. Right. But with like frantic ass drums. Right. <laughs> right. It's an 80s twist. Man, that was real good. So we're, uh, we got a couple new people uh, hanging out, listening. Everybody welcome. If you've never seen this show, this is Local Love. We kind of just kick it. Uh, Bay Area musicians and artists, super fans, DJs, promoters, uh, club kids, whatever, whatever. You're you're definitely welcome to join. If you can drive to San Francisco in an hour from where you're at and you're into music, we'd love to have you on. Go to echoplexmedia.com slash panel or just hit bang panel in the chat. Join us. UVIP, let's kick it. That's right. Uh, John Ren is up in the chat. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll see John uh, Renna. Yes. Like, oh, shit. Fucking look who's here. John Renna. And not even John Renna. Let's kick it. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. What's up, what? Curtis? What? There it what goes again. Motherfucking Curtis. <laughs> How you doing? Good. You got that dark motif going on in that room. And by that, I just mean the lights are off. I mean, I, uh, it's dark and I have both teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us again, man. I enjoyed watching your show earlier today. Made a few digital friends in your chat, too. Super nice. Oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super nice people in your community, always. Yeah, for sure. Did, yeah, you, ever make, did you ever make a Discord for your community? Uh, no. <laughs> Not yet. No, I mean, I mean, I made a Discord page uh, or whatever. I, I you still have like four out. accounts to DM us. No, I have no idea. I have no idea uh, what what's happening on Discord. It just looks like like um, like a mess. <laughs> just, probably because you didn't turn uh, on dark mode. It makes more sense when you turn on dark mode. <laughs> <laughs> I can nah, tell you one nah. thing about Discord, man. I love Discord, but they got the ugliest light mode of any fucking service or website I've seen in a while. Like anywhere where there's mm -hmm. a lot of people, they figured mm -hmm. out nobody wants the light mode, so they haven't changed the light mode since they invented it five years ago or something. <laughs> Juan's snort laughing. Man, that's pretty good. You got people snort laughing already. It's only nine or eight thirty. Shit. Snort. People snort laughing. Well, what's up with the snorts? The snorts. Snort. Oh man. I know it probably just uh, like developed after I turned fifty one. <laughs> snort snorting now. Nice. Nice, nice. You know what I like about your show? Is that I saw somebody show off a, like a decent mic that they weren't even using, and that's what I love about your show. <laughs> no, she. Um, so I had I had uh, four guests today, and all four guests were like, "Yeah, we do this this stuff all the time, no problem." Okay, cool. So we get there, and I'm like, "Hey, we're a little we're running a little late. You know, we're gonna go live here in about three minutes." Um, Let's uh let's send out the the you, it, the way it works is you send out like a uh, basically like an invite and then they have to click the invite. I sent out the invite and three of the four people didn't get the invite because they had the wrong 
browser, wrong software, wrong this, wrong that, the pop-up blocker, whatever the fuck that. that <laughs> right. Um, they were like, wait, hold, hold on. I can, I can download it. I can download it. I'm, I'm using the app version now. And it's wait, no, it's no, it's not doing, let me get bounce out, bounce in. And I was like, okay, we're now past the hour. Pull your phone out for the love of God, pull your phone out, pull the phone out. Hey, wait, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, click, bing, we're live. Oh shit. <laughs> So they had all this, uh, these dreams of uh, looking like really cool podcasters and with big microphones and stuff. And and They're like, I've, huge- sir, sir, I've seen your other podcast and I've heard the way that yeah. sounds. I'm going to use my mic. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was a pretty uh, pretty ridiculous scramble at the at the last uh, minute, and I think we were about five minutes late, but eh, there was enough of a crowd there. Yes, for sure. No, that's that's super cool. I, I was kind of thinking maybe uh maybe maybe sometime what we'll do if you're up for it is mm-hmm. uh you send people a little link to ninja and I'll I'll fucking run mm-hmm. your show. You make you a little monkey overlay and shit and post it right to the monkey Facebook page <laughs> once in a while. I love doing this shit and I think like what you're doing is super cool. So Oh cool, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 really the only reason why I'm I'm well, there's two reasons why. Three reasons. Three reasons. That, that, there's, there's, there's th- no one expects a Spanish Inquisition. Uh, <laughs> no, um, people are afraid of technology. So getting all these fools to to use um, something otherwise than the Facebook app that they always use. So that's number one. Uh, because I have run into a lot of these guys that have been touring for years, and they and they just now got a phone, and they're just like, uh, I don't even know how to use this thing. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, um, and then uh, I, I've had people that that have done these great, you know, feeds with OBS and like overlays and scrolling text and stuff like that. And like I, a good version of what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, I, I re- that's what I like the most about it, but. Uh, they're always like super late because they're like, oh, this didn't work. Oh, the feed dropped. Oh, the, 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 the service. Oh, oh, I forgot to, to, to do this before that. And, and there's just seems to be a litany of like, of like problems that, that happen when you bounce these services through each other. Um, and then the last thing is I'm a cheap motherfucker. I am just a bastard. I'm just like, if you give it to me for free, I will never pay it. <laughs> I will never pay for it. That's, that's, uh, that's so. funny. You should mention that. That's funny. You should mention that. I'm thinking about, cause you have a blue mic, you have a blue mic. I'm thinking about like, there's a bunch of laptops just sitting on a shelf here. I'm thinking about putting fucking Ubuntu <laughs> on one of them and like giving you a bookmark to the thing. Yeah, just, just click here and go. <laughs> just open this laptop, hook your mic up, click this thing and go. <laughs> You'll sound fantastic. The webcam might suck, but you'll sound lovely. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah definitely. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us again, man. It's uh it's always a lot of fun when you come on because you uh, you always have a lot to say. Like uh, sometimes in the past, we've had guests who maybe they were like, "Oh yeah, I'm there to promote my band," and then after they're done promoting their band, they don't have anything to say, even though like they may have had an interesting life yeah. and a lot going on with their music. And I just always love having you on. You uh, you're you're good to bounce off of your yeah. your your, your Oh, I mean, that's why you have your own fucking show now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, when I was younger, 
uh, I worked at a coffee shop and a coffee shop means that you have to constantly talk with people about uh, whether or not they're caffeinated. <laughs> uh, so you end up uh, doing little skits and, and uh, comedy routines just to like wake them up. And then uh, afterwards you're still you're still jacked at the end of the day. It's like uh, one o'clock in the morning. You're like, so you, you go down to the, to the donut, the donut wheel in, in Cupertino. Uh, And then we would spend the next two hours at donut wheel until the sun was coming up, get home and then crash out for a couple hours and go right back to work. So that's, uh, that was my life for six years. So, uh, I've become a, uh, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't call myself an intellectualist. I would call myself a conversationalist. Mm. So I will talk to just okay. to anybody about just about anything. Rena in the chat throwing shade. He's like, you should do a show focused around really good local music and really bad interviews and call it local love. <laughs> the chat's throwing shade. <laughs> oh, what a bastard. Ow. <laughs> Here, let's listen to three let's listen to three to five old people talk about themselves and why they're not famous musicians local love <laughs> yes you're hitting it home man <laughs> home. We're, we're 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 just uh we never became marilyn manson because we know how to treat our women <laughs> he sure thought he did too apparently <laughs> yeah yeah no, I, um, I have a, uh, I'll share this story. I have a buddy who, who, uh, his band opened for Marilyn Manson back when they were, they were big on the club circuit, but they weren't nothing, right? They didn't have a major album release or anything. And there was all this hubbub about them. So they were super excited about playing with, with Marilyn. And, uh, afterwards he says, Hey, you know, you pretty good. You, you, you available to play? I mean, like we're in South, Southern California. He's like, well, I'm thinking of moving down to Southern California. This is maybe a perfect marriage. So he goes to the back room and, and they're, you know, feeling each other out, you know, like we're going to, where, where's this going to go? What type of uh, a practice schedule, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, he says that, uh, that Manson just starts getting weirder and weirder and talking about like more and more, crazy shit you know like trying to be like i'm the king of dark look at my darkness and uh, he's starting to get like at first he's like eh, this guy's kind of a loser and then after he realized that he was like kind of in in it to win it he's like uh, now i'm getting kind of creeped this guy's a this guy's a creep he's a weirdo but he's keeping this to himself you know paycheck is paycheck right and so he's talking to him and manson goes hey uh uh, I want to show you a picture of the love of my life. Sure. So he flips out uh, a picture from his wallet and it's a picture of his girlfriend tied, bound and gagged. And she has a lit candle inserted into her. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to be in your band. That was the end of the conversation. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I said, you know, well, what if it was just something like, like some magazine they got from or picture from a magazine or bondage, you know, thing. And he's like, no, this was the girl that he was dating. I know the girl that he was dating. And the fact that <laughs> sir, it was a, a Polaroid. <laughs> yeah. 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 So 
Yeah, at that point, he's like, this guy, uh, there's a, a level of creepiness that this guy has that I, I'm, I'm not going to be part of. And so he walked away from what could have been a, a multi-million dollar deal. So it's funny you should bring up Manson because I feel like, and I can bring this back to a little bit of a local thing. Like we live in a place that they call Man Jose. Um, yes. And I've had artists that have never met each other come on this show and say something kind of, kind of good and kind of the, the flip side of what, what what's going on with Manson. I know mm-hmm. that fucking uh, verse was the first one to say at the base, the basis of rebels camps. He mm-hmm. said, he said, you know, and ladies, if dudes are ever being shitty to you, man, just go tell somebody in the band. Mm-hmm. He's like whatever mm-hmm. band is playing, if it's in this fam, just go tell anybody in that band. Cause uh, you know, we want you out there too. Like, yeah. Whoa, that was, yeah. And then the, I think it was the 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 singer from first in flight kind of said something similar he's like hey you know because we were kind of joking around about man jose and he's like hey we got to do things to make women want to go out and he's like you know he's like if if you know if people are if if men are being shitty to you or whatever go find somebody go talk to the bartender go mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh it was pretty pretty cool and it's like <clears throat> it's unfortunate that more women don't go out here because i feel like the men that i've met through local love through local music are all generally good men yeah and and um and i think that uh i think that i don't know maybe it's just the man to women woman ratio here yeah that fucks it up and all the women are at splash because they know the gay guys are going to be nice to them yeah yeah for sure for sure no i i think that the um that if we were uh, like the, the bay area is about this the bay area is about coming here spending exorbitant amounts of uh, of money for rent and and lifestyle choice so that you can try to become the next overnight millionaire billionaire whatever right you want to become the next jeff bezo in the next four years and that's when your money runs out so there's nobody here in the greater sense that gives two rats asses about music they don't care about expression they don't care about seeing a play that's when you when you go to the san jose playhouse the it's like my bedroom is larger than that place and it's really sad it's really sad we have like some uh artists here that are genuinely uh expression uh expressing themselves and there's nobody there that wants to see it because it's not going to earn them the the credit that they that they want to get for you know being the next overnight millionaire so yeah it's a it's a it's a real bummer because it it it, you lose the momentum in the arts but the people that are here doing it are doing it for the love they know that no one's going to come out and they're still there they're still there holding up the cross and um and I think that's what makes it different in a different society, right? You know, it's Southern California, where the music uh, and entertainments uh, communities are really competitive. Then you see people that are in it for the money. They're super assholes. They they're like, I want to come in and I want to I want the hottest chick in the room. I want the 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 most expensive drink on the board, and I want everybody looking at me. Can I get the pin light on me? That's what you get in Southern California. That's what you get with people uh, when when people are so competitive that they that they it's a it's a it's a shtick for them to be assholes, and it's not a shtick 
for. It's uh, you're either an asshole, in which case you're no longer invited into this small art community, or you're an artist that actually loves what you're doing and you know that you're doing it at the uh, at your discretion and not really earning enough money to even stay alive. Well, and all this really sucks in both of these scenes for the people that we might, these things suck in both of these scenes for the people that we might call just the heads, you know? Yeah. Like the folks who grew up there, the folks who, when they were 16, snuck into a bar somehow and got to see a band play, didn't even Mm -hmm. drink anything like those. And now they're in a band. Like those people don't have that same perspective of like, oh, I got to be a name. I got to be a face. It's it's like, boy, would I like to be a part of this thing that, that happened that I was uh, too young for when I was growing up or yeah. Or even if they got into it as adults, but they were like, it's because their friends were into it and whatnot. And that, those people yeah. in like, in like kind of highly competitive markets, those people, they all end up, it turns out, uh, sticking together. If, if you would notice. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to jump into a, a market that's highly competitive and you see a bunch of people that are kind of in it for the, for the, uh, the surface, you know, the, the, the they're just skin deep. And you, you kind of have a couple conversations with those people and then you back out and you go, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with these guys, but like you and I, like, let's just keep trading files, doing what we do. So, yeah, yes, I think sir. that, oh, go ahead, Juan. You've been, you've tried to say something a couple of times and me and Curtis, if, 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 if it's possible yeah, just, to just, cut you off. Thanks guys. Uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> I was just uh, having a good listen to here, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I agree with you. Um, I do think it's going to become a a much more greater problem now with the now that the cat's out of the bag, right? Well, I mean, what's how do you how do you deal with this uh, this trend? Yeah. Well, I think that I think the main problem that's going that we're going to be facing when we get out of this is going to be venues. I think yeah. not every venue that got shut down that you've ever played at has a Facebook page where they tried to do a GoFundMe before and you heard about it. Not every mm-hmm. venue that you've ever played at has been on the news as being shut down. And even if they have, you haven't seen it. It's not going to be just San Jose. I think San Francisco is going to suffer more than San Jose. There's all these little places where DJs and bands play at in San Francisco. that are like kind of mom and pop shops that are bars. And you're not going to hear about that shit on the news. Some of those people aren't really into the Facebook scene or whatever. They got their little neighborhood thing that's going on. And then not only are they out of a job, the musicians are out of the job, but then the neighborhood is out of its hangout too. And it's like, it's just, yeah. and then what's going to replace that space? Probably an artisan cupcake shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, um, what's, um, what I think everybody's hoping for in the end is that, um, is that there's a, um, a renaissance, a rebirth of, uh, fascination over art and then uh, music, um, uh, acting, pottery, poetry, all the piece uh, come back uh, in such a force that there's not even a house to house it. And so there's people meeting in the middle of a park to make things happen or, or renting out a, a church to make things happen or doing a parking lot show or, or, or doing something along those lines where there's no more venue, but the damn it, the crowd wants it. And uh, uh, Sir, we're throwing a warehouse party, sir. Oh, but we're, we're not going to tell anything about anything, anybody, anything about it. Even the fucking, even the fucking address. We'll make. We'll, we'll like. I, I got ways. I got ways. Like we can. 
we won't do like a like a you remember you had to call the number back in the day yeah we'll do the 2021 version of you having to call the number but it won't be the number yeah you can also uh, send uh gps coordinates and just don't tell people what they are just be like you know 126 by 347 sn xy whatever whatever the code is and just put it out there and people either find it or they don't all right and then you're like look for the blue toyota van because like yeah. their gps may be a little off well the crazy thing about the gps coordinates is is that with google you can go to the exact spot the doorway of the building and then punch okay. the uh, grab the gps coordinates from it and then share the gps coordinate and and just don't say anything just be like okay well you know we'll we'll let you know when 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 and where this uh this thing is and then your next post is just a coordinate right, not a map like, link mm-hmm. literally a coordinate yeah just a coordinate and then you if they me Juan, fucking the media wench put it out like we put it out enough real quick and then we delete the post an hour later boom fucking you got a thousand people at your warehouse yeah yeah so so that's the thing is is that is that if uh, um if people are wise they grab that coordinate they put in into uh into google maps and then boom it just pops your populates right to your door it shows the front door so there's things you can do believe me jay Rana is saying you saw a monkey open up for wet nap once in a classroom at camden teen center with the hippos (laughs) Yeah, we also played there with um, uh, Chachi Boba Fett and the Wookiee. Oh, shit. What was Chachi yeah. doing there? Uh, that was the name of the band, Chachi Boba Fett and the Wookiee. It was a three-piece uh, uh, um, uh, surf punk band, uh, and they became Aloha, 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 oh my God, what is it? Aloha Screwdriver. Aloha screwdriver. Mm. Rena still now has guys, that. It's called. He's calling it soft punk, and he says he still has, has it on cassette. No, but yeah, he's talking about another band that was on the same bill. But uh, but yeah, if you uh, you guys should know Aloha screwdriver because the uh, the lead guitarist for Aloha screwdriver uh, became one of the top um, uh, podcasters for uh, CNET. Oh, what's his name? Um, let me let me find that for you. Because I bet uh, he works. I bet he works with Leo Laporte now. It's Donald something or other. Uh, let me see. Um, I can't re- can't believe I can't think of that dude's name right off the top of my head. Uh, can we- well, we're gonna figure this out and we're gonna play a song because that's one of the other things we do around here is we play songs. This is for uh, Ice Castles from a brother spellbinder they're out of i believe oakland and they do uh well they do a bit of something something a little bit different i i really like it also they were on this show and they tolerated us like when people were allowed to come over (laughs) that's important And left all 
Ice Castles by Brothers Spellbinder. Yes. Fuck, fucking, I love their music. It's like a little bit of like that Enchanted Forest kind of feel. Yeah, it's good. The, when we first started this show, the first thing that surprised me actually, and it's going to sound shitty to say, but it's actually not, is that we didn't receive any crappy music. No. I don't mean yeah. like we have, there's music in here that I don't like. But that's different than it being crappy. You know what I'm saying? We haven't we mm-hmm. received anything that was like super poorly produced or where people couldn't sing or where like people couldn't play their instruments or where people were out of time. We didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. I, I could pick a song from here at random and it sounds at least like professional level consumer produced. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think that also, uh, is a showcase for the Bay area because the, the artists that are here are pretty savvy, even if they're recording themselves, they're doing, they're doing a pretty good job. The music is really stellar. Yeah. Great recordings, Mm -hmm. uh, great mixes, just overall good songs, man. It's a really, it's a great. Yeah. Yeah. You, you included, sir, you included. Juan is amazing. Juan is the the basis for a song. We're not going to play it tonight. We played it on the last few open panels. Juan is the basis for a song that we took and incorporated with us trolling someone. 
and mm. they called us and we put clips of them calling us over the song that one had made for the prom in 1986 and um and it was wonderful we're not going to play it maybe we'll play it during red light but yeah yeah Juan's Juan uh you know he's a keyboardist in a couple bands but we also have original compositions of him in in like a DAW where he's you know, laying the drums putting the bass line down and stuff and Juan's Juan's a fucking good musician we could nice I'm, I'm just gonna um, let him write my new album <laughs> muchos gracias hermanos monkey <laughs> and the name of the album is juan maserati you're like well he wrote it so we named it after him <laughs> yep juan yes sir what are you sipping on now um well uh I'm almost finished with that um, <laughs> kombucha, alcoholic kombucha here. And I took a couple of hits of marijuana. Anything special? I think it's lemon OG or something like that. <laughs> that fucking, you know what, that shit that we got that smells and tastes like a fucking pink lemonade concentrate from fucking Darkling, a regular in our chat oh. from up north. Oh, dear. That shit was super good. Curtis, I don't see you smoking weed on stream. Do you smoke weed? Actually, I don't. Never have. No, oh, that's fine. I've never even smoked a cigarette. I'm smoking a cigarette right now. I used to not smoke, but now that COVID is happening, I figured, well, I might as well smoke inside. COVID's happening. I did eat one as a joke, though. The filter? No, no. So this was kind of funny. A, a, a friend of mine was kind of, he was trying to put the Mac on a girl. And uh, he was being uh, it, something that we used to call cheese dick syndrome back in the day uh, was when you wait, you're wait is that a, is is that an STD or is that something else? No, no, no. We just you, this is just a name that we came up with for the people that were acting like this. Uh, but basically, if you were um, if you were hanging with your bud and you're having a great conversation, you know, you're out, you're doing whatever, and then some girl comes up and they try to they start macking on the girl, and you try to get into the conversation, they're just trying to give you the I'm trying to score here, buddy. You know, they're trying to push you away, right? Well, then you have full rights to cock block them because it's rude to be a cheese dick, right? <laughs> oh, dude, it's so, so it's so much easier than that. If you're going out and you're like, hey guys, I might be talking to some girls tonight. So yeah. If I like if I cut away from you, just ignore me until I come back. Yeah. Then you, then I, you, you can you can yeah, you know what I'm saying? At least you're at least you're kind of laying down some ground rules. There's something though that's that's special about uh, cheese dickery, <laughs> and uh, this is what happens. This is what happens. You're talking to you talking to a friend. A girl enters the room. A conversation, right? You start having a conversation with the girl, with your friend and the girl, and then the friend starts bringing up down points about you. Oh, your friend's a dick. A cheese to dick. make you look like to make you look like you're a piece of shit. Right. right. And kind of like to encourage you to leave the conversation because now they're getting kind of aggressive. <laughs> right? This person sounds like they're not your friend. Now, there's a lot of people that I've been friends with that weren't really my friends. So it's all right. Um, anyway, this friend was being, <laughs> was being a cheese dick. Right. So I was, I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the cock blocker. I'm going to, I'm going to just continue inserting myself in this conversation. And it was the middle of the day, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything special, but he was like putting the Mac on. And I was like, yeah. So anyway, did you get, uh, did you catch that game? Uh, yeah. Did you see that movie? Uh, yeah. And, and they started walking away and just to be a real piece of shit. I just started walking with them down the parking lot. 
And just <laughs> and every time that every time she would say something, I'd go totally, really, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> and he kept looking at me like, oh, oh. anyway, he looks at her and he goes, and he goes, Would you like a cigarette? And she goes, Oh, no, thanks. And he goes, Cool. Throws it in his mouth, lights it, puts the pack away, and I'm all what the fuck? You're not going to offer me a cigarette? <laughs> and he stops. And you can see that his 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 brain gears are smoking because he's like, Curtis doesn't smoke. I've never seen him smoke. I've never asked for a cigarette. Why is he asking me for a cigarette? And I'm all, yeah, so rude. You didn't, you didn't offer me a cigarette. <laughs> and he goes, uh, okay. So he pulls out the pack and I grab the cigarette and I throw it in my mouth and I go, nom, nom. <laughs> why the fuck do you eat these things? And then I just walked off. Wow. <laughs> and he was Fantastic. just like, he was just holding the, the pack of cigarettes looking at me. And the girl was like, what just happened? <laughs> and I'm like, pah, pah. oh my God. <laughs> She's like I'm, I'm in that situation. I'm the guy that uh, I mean, I'm gay, so I'd be like, "Hey, dude, I, I think, I think I'm flirting with this guy." Um, yeah. Sorry, we went for coffee, but I think I'm flirting with this guy now. Yeah, but that's being polite. That's being uh, except polite. maybe to the other person if they don't, if they're like not open about that shit. But if as yeah. soon as you're in a flirt, if you're flirting with somebody, you should be able to tell somebody else outside of the conversation. You're like, "Hey." You know, yeah. I think I feel like I'm kind of flirting with this person, and you look at them, you're, you're flirting with me, and they go, "Well, yeah," and you go, "Hey, man, fucking call me later," you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's here's five dollars. Get lost, kid. <laughs> I think I think I think it might be easier. I think there might be a lot of things that become easier when you're a gay man. Mm. Because yeah, like, probably. like I think that I think that like if you meet a gay guy and start flirting, I think that like societal pressure that that we put on women to be Mm -hmm. aloof or whatever, to be like less immediately available, isn't there. So it's a little bit easier to like pull that because you're not going to piss off the guy you're flirting with. I don't think. Whereas if it's a woman through no fault of her own, but because the way we've structured society and the woman's not supposed to say that she's flirting with someone, even though she certainly is like, like I think I think so that there's a little bit of gay privilege there. I'll acknowledge my privilege <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I have it. So it's a little bit yeah. of gay privilege. Yeah. No, no, I, I I would totally agree. I think that uh I think the gay culture has uh they have an openness and a pronounced uh overt sexuality so that they, so that it's not it's not something that they that they shamed from it's something that they're proud of so they might as well just bring it up and uh with uh with the heterosexual culture there's always been this uh is it appropriate is it we're, we're standing in front of a fast food restaurant is it appropriate to ask a girl out there where we uh i wore i wore a a t-shirt instead of a button shirt is it appropriate for me to ask a girl out and all that bullshit? It's, it's, um, it made me fucking hate the concept of dating for about 25 years of my life. It was really hard, really hard for me, uh, because I would, uh, basically I would hang out with a girl until, uh, until she put me in the friend box and I would not, be open about it until I was way deep in the friend box. And then I, and then by that time I'm pissed. 
And then when I bring it up, it's not so nice. Right. And it's, 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 there's like a lot of moving parts there and it's not, you know, and, and a lot of guys, by the way, good on you. You ended up with like a woman you describe as an empath, like, cause a lot of the guys who go through that end up thinking that these women who are basically empaths are these horrible bitches or whatever. Yeah. And, and like, like good on you for not taking that inside of yourself and just blaming all womanhood for that. I don't know what the process of getting out of that was. Maybe you did it all by yourself without noticing it, but we cover a type of man on this show who I can't accurately describe anymore now because of Twitch terms of service who Mm -hmm. would take those experiences and sort of apply them to all of womanhood as if there weren't all these other little wheels turning outside of themselves and the woman they were talking to and didn't understand that there was pressure on her to maybe not make the first move because she doesn't want to be called easy or a floozy or you know. yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I mean, there, there's, um, you know, and I've, I've known plenty of guys that is, if a girl doesn't, you know, if a girl doesn't, doesn't, uh, oh, doesn't uh, want to date them or doesn't put out, they'll just, they just turn around and go lesbian, buggy lesbian and walk off. And it's just like, dude, first of all, there's nothing wrong with being a lesbian. Second of all, what the fuck are you doing? Like, to be fair, I'm a little afraid of lesbians. <laughs> I, oh, I got a great story about lesbians and, and, and fear factor. So, and I told this on the show the other day, so you might've heard it. I don't know. I have an uh, avid you... listener to your show. Oh, okay. Great. Great. I be so, working. Sometimes uh, I'm in Facebook jail and can't comment like most of the time. <laughs> so I'm, uh, uh, we, we went to, we, we went to this club in, uh, in, in San Antonio, right. And this club was a one, one story, low roof brick building that was slowly sliding into a ravine. Mm, yeah. And, and like, while on stage, you could look to the side and there was literally a crack in the wall where the, where the bricks had separated from the, from the sliding into the ravine and the stage oh, kind of yeah. tilted like this. Oh my God. And, uh, well, we showed, we showed up, well, first of all, the, the story is adorable all the way to the end. Uh, so, uh, if we have enough time, I'll tell the whole story, but if we don't have enough time, I'll tell the precise story. (laughs) But, um, so we, we, we hear about this club. We're going to go find it. We drive around it like six, seven times. It's not there. We don't know what the fuck's going on, but we keep seeing this old, uh, brick building and, on the building is studded a, um, a, a piece of wood, like a, a standard sheet of, of plywood. And it says uh, in spray paint on the, on the bare plywood, it says jam with the Ram. And I'm like, Ram. you know, I think that's the fucking club. And, uh, and they're like, why? And I'm all, the guy's uh, name is Ramos. He's Ram Ramos or something Ramos. I think it it's jam with the Ram. And the guys are like, no, this can't be the club, dude. There's, there's no even, there's no fucking windows in this place. It's just a door and bricks. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's the place. So we knock on the door. Sure enough, it's the place. And a, wow. uh, this guy, uh, you know, he's a, he's this little short little dude. Uh, basically he's, uh, he's the, um, the cartoon caricature of, of Cheech Marin. Right. So he's got the, he's got a, a bandana way down low over his eyes. And he's all, you guys with the band me? And I'm like, yeah. He's all, well, you want a drink, essay? And I said, uh, I don't know what you got. And he's all, we got Lone Star. I was like, what else do you got? And he's all, <laughs> we got Lone Star. 
I'm like, I feel like the difference okay. between my culture and your culture is if I saw a dilapidated building with something fucking uh, spray painted on a yeah. fucking piece of wood out in front of it, and we were like yeah. early to play the rave or whatever, I'd be like, that's yeah. 100% the place. People yeah. in the car would be like, shit, we found it. They'd find yeah. it before me. They'd be like, there's something spray painted on a piece of wood over there. I think that's yeah. where we're going. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, with, with us, it's like, it's like, oh, great. What's going to be behind that door? Are we going to get jumped? What's going to happen? So, uh, so we, 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 uh, we were sitting there. It's like the middle of the afternoon and we're, we're deciding whether we're going to play this show and we're waiting for the other band to show. The other band shows up and they're pissed. They're like, man, this sucks. We're going to be, we're going to get out of here. And, uh, while we're talking about in the, in the, in the parking lot, the people start piling into the club and it's just a little small crowd, but it turns out the club, uh, this Ramos Ram guy, uh, is, uh, he's a, he's a Vietnam vet, right? So it's a lounge for Vietnam vets. It's like, I, my, my uncle gifted me this building that's falling into a river ravine and I made it into a bar and I want my buddies to show up every day. And I'm going to, I'm going to have lots of cold beer and that's it. That's all he has. Right. Uh, that in a sound system. So sounds like my kind of party already. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm talking to the guys and I'm like, you know, we need to play this. Uh, we need to play this. And, and they're like, why? And I said, because it's going to be an enriching experience. And they're like to play to v- like Vietnam vets that are missing their arms and their knees and that, that kind of yes, shit. Actually. And I said, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I swear to God. So the first band uh, that, that, that played with us, they played and they were scared of shit. They, they, they were stiff and, 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 and they didn't enjoy it. And then we get on and we start playing, but I start, uh, I'm watching the crowd. So I'm seeing that how people are interacting with each other and they're just, it's a roast. It's a fire fryer's roast, right? They're just fucking with each other. Like, uh, um, yeah, this one guy, he had like, he was missing an arm and then, uh, uh, evidently he only says one thing for like a month and then he changes the one thing to something else. And so his thing was, don't be a pussy. And then he would just like laugh like a like a like a raving lunatic, and that's all he said. So they would have him say that over and over again. They would, they'd be like, "Hey, John, don't be pussy." <laughs> so we're like, "Okay, I'm getting I'm getting where these guys are coming from. I'm 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 burrowing into their psyche." So we get on, we start playing, we're doing well, and uh, there these two biker lesbians come in. Now we're talking like classic biker lesbians, uh, uh, um, uh, in the, probably in their, uh, early forties. Oh, I'm not even afraid of them. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Early forties, uh, gray, short, really sh- cut short hair, um, uh, jean jacket, you know, uh, a little on the heavy side, you know, that sort of thing. They, they rode up on their Harleys, that, that kind of thing. Right. So they're in the back of the room and they start giving me shit. They're just like, yeah, fuck you learn a better song. You know, that sort of thing. Right. And, uh, I said, uh, I said, Hey man, we drove all the way from San Jose, California to play music for you. And you go treat us like that. And she goes, well, I, I rode my motorcycle all the way from, from San Francisco. So we came 45 minutes longer than you. And I was like, oh shit, it's on. I know these people. They're from San Francisco, right? <laughs> I would have I said, I would have said, who, where are you a software engineer? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is, uh, uh, God, this is probably like 99 or hmm. 2000, right? So it, it, it was still, I mean, not everybody in the world was a software engineer at that point. And, uh, Finally, this girl's just like screaming incoherently. She's, she's, she's throwing like jabs at me. I'm throwing jabs at her. And then finally I'm like, 
I'm like, I can't even hear what you're saying anymore. You got to come up and say it closer. Say it to my face. And the girl comes right through the crowd. She comes right through the crowd. Beelines right through the crowd. Everyone's like, they know better. They know better than to get in her way. Yeah. So they, she barrels down everybody and everyone just, everyone just hushes like, Oh, what's going to happen? And she's like, in my face. And I don't even know what she's saying. It's just going, it's just spit coming at me long before COVID. And she's, (laughs) don't you miss these kinds, even this kind of interaction? Don't you miss it? Yeah. Uh, And she's, she's sitting there like yelling at me about like how I don't know shit or whatever the fuck she's yelling about. Right. And, um, and I go, I get really close to the microphone and I go, shh, shh, hush, 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 hush. And she stops for a second and I go, excuse me, but you're standing on my dick. And the whole room it sounded like there was a vacuum that just popped. It was like, like everyone just fucking laughed their asses off. And this lady who was just virulent to me turned around, put her hand in her head and walked to the back of the class. (laughs) And as she was walking them all, yeah, that's right, honey. I'm the one with the mic. Hmm. That's a great well, story. I, I I think she writes for the New York Times now. <laughs> and that's why my band never went anyway. No. Uh, no What's funny is after the show, after the show, they were completely complimentative, of course, because they were just, they were roasting us, right? And then we roasted them back. Um, and uh, uh, I go outside. And uh, so the, the name of the club was Taco Land, literally. Taco Land. Right. Yeah. Again, my culture, we'd have been like, of course, we're DJing at Taco Land. Of course. Of course. Well, I, that's what I thought. But what, when we showed up, what, it wasn't no, it, there was no tacos and it wasn't the land. It was just. What, what, <laughs> we're talking what Southern California. What, what's no, we're, this is this is San Antonio, Texas, the outskirts. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. So. Okay. So we just got off stage. We're having a good time. We're chatting it up with the lesbians. We're 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 we're, we're high fiving what's left of the arms of the the Vietnam vets. And, and, <laughs> and uh we go outside and uh and on our van in huge letters across the window is a is a is a professional vinyl applique that says Yo quiero taco land jam with the ram <laughs> he, while we're on stage he is making our van into a marketing tool and i i, I thought that, that was like the seal of approval on your window <laughs> exactly exactly so i look at this and i'm all uh, a, a ram and he's like yeah and i said <laughs> do you know who uh who put the professional uh taco land uh, appliques on our window and he goes I don't know, man. This neighborhood's fucked up. You got to watch your shit. <laughs> so what we did, what we did was we, uh, we left it on for a couple of days. We razored off the jam with the Ram part and left the Yokiero taco land on the van for the lifetime of that van. Because we had a, a philosophy that, that you don't put stickers on, on the trailer because then people know you're a band, right? But if someone comes along and puts a professional applique that says taco, taco land 
on your van, you fucking leave it on there because no one's going to break into the, 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 um, the uh, trailer because it's full of refried beans and who the fuck wants to steal like 98 cans of refried beans. I mean, maybe right. me, maybe you perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck your stories are good. We got to get you a proper mic and start recording. No, we got to get you a proper mic and start with like stories from ska. <laughs> but Juan, you were here for the open panel on Saturday and you heard, heard me play this tune at the beginning of my dj set oh yeah this is a exciting what do you think of the uh the out of that where where i just it just kept going and going and going what do you think of that i just really like that whole set man that was fantastic and that new joint that's, that's that incorrect had. that whole set wasn't fantastic but but I don't get to play. I don't get to play music from like local artists very much at all when I DJ because I'm playing a very specific kind of like dance music. Uh, but this one, this one, this one made my this one made my list for one of my crates, and that that's you know that's what I'm talking I'm about. Not, I'm not talking no shit on either your bands, but I don't think Monkey Song is no, going to make it into my like disco crate, right? But Satabria certainly. I don't know. Now under COVID, you got time to send files back and forth. Give me a, give me a, disc, give me a, like a heavy bassy disco cut and I'll fucking put it in. Fuck it. Hell yeah. But this Hell is a Tabria. Yeah. This song is called take my heart and we'll be right back. Um, Juan, can you, can you bother the media wench and be like, lady, lady, we're having a great time. Why aren't you even here? I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, reach out. Fucking A.
was Take My Heart by Satabria and uh, Juan Curtis. All I have to, all I had to do with that song is I had to hack off a little bit at the beginning so that it was in 64s. Uh-huh. And at the end, you just fucking loop that dun 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 dun, and you fucking start the next track. Oh God, I'm gonna destroy Bike Party next time. And uh, the first song I play will be a fucking Satabria song. That oh, band yeah. is so good, though. It's like this kind of shimmery, like this kind of shimmery pop rock with like, but it's got like a little like it's that that bass line. It's like disco. It's that, that band is so good. <laughs> yes, indeed. We had Alabaster up in the chat. I'm trying to get him to join the panel. Alabaster, it's own little music with Juan Maserati. Curtis, have you ever played a rave? Um, Never played a rave, no. If I ever throw a ravey rave, will you play my ravey rave? Uh, I don't think anybody would give a shit about a band, though. Uh, I don't know, like an like a warehouse with like a bunch of DJs going off and some people who are hella fucked up. And then there's a ska band playing in the other room. I think, I think you'd do fine. I've been, I've, I, I'll tell you right now, I've been in ska band for years, reggae band, ska band, punk band, rock band. DJs always win. Period. Really? Yeah. Period. Period. And uh, th- it's funny because uh, the artists, when you ask most artists, they say, no, 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 no. Real band always wins. Like people like to see a real band. Yes, there are a certain percentage of people that would like to see the real band. They would like to escape the DJ music and see the real band. But what happens is that the real band is playing in one room and there's so much bleed over from the boom, 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 boom that's happening in the other room, which is not. Uh, which you cannot replicate. Like even on the best day, a band cannot do the unless they have like a a um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, a condensed, not condensed, a compressed, a compressed. Right. Oh, you know what? You're right because the DJ is playing music that's like compressed, probably mm-hmm. probably over compressed. That loudness, more yeah. shit was mostly happening in electronic and pop music like stuff that yeah, DJs yeah. were playing. Yeah. Huh. So, so there's a, there's a couple of, there's a couple of reasons why DJ always wins. One, one of them is because they can get louder because of the compression. They, they just can't, they just can't. Uh, the other thing is they, um, is that they are relentless because the beat doesn't stop. That's the whole concept of being a DJ is the beat doesn't stop. Uh, that's absolutely not true. You should let me spend some time. Mm, yeah. yeah. And a half where the fucking drums go away. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. There's well, like- the drums go away, but they're still like you know. There's if you're doing like a some sort of acid house thing where the where the music kind of keeps oh, going and honey, the drums drop. Disco, out. Thing, different thing. Honey, I play disco. There's like that breakdown is the most important part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The breakdown breakdowns and stops happen, but you don't have like here's the end of the song and someone talking. Oh no, about- no, no, no. Oh, you know, and then boom, let's what I'm doing. another one, and then a one, two, three, four, let's go. Oh, <laughs> what if we threw a party that was one big room? And so, the, like, a DJ would go for an hour, a band would go for for an hour, a DJ, oh, that'd be a fun, yeah. oh, man. See, see, that's the thing, that's the thing, is is uh, I've played countless events like that, countless. And these were events where even people uh, that we knew in our community were like, fuck yeah, this is going to be great. And they would show up. And they'd hang out with us for a little bit, and then the room would just clear out. And it was because, you know, if 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 the dance floor, if the beat is 
fucking compressed and pumping in a wave and it's nonstop then you don't you can turn off some part of your brain that says you have to look for entertainment like your body can just react so that's number one number two is recognition so if we play like let's say let's say we play um a rolling stone song right but okay that's great you guys learn to cover but if you play the rolling stone song over a house beat then people are like, I know this fucking song, this song, my dad used to sing the song. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it goes to a core that we don't go to. Who do we have joining us? No, what you got going there? Uh, it's Doug. Hi. Oh, it's Alabaster. Alabaster, what's, what's up? up? Alabaster. It's pretty dark, man. Hey, what's up? Alabaster. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, man, what's yo, going on, yo. man? What's up, man? Yeah. Yo, yo. What's yeah. going down, man? Oh, uh, I, 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 I was just talking. I, I was talking about the Chaco Taco. <laughs> Chaco nice. Taco. Hey, uh, Alabaster, hey, who are you? What's you remember up? that, Curtis? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. It's. Uh, Oh, What's Al up? Bastard. Somebody might listen to this podcast later. Uh, introduce yourself and shit. We do that when people first come on here. Um, I am Doug. Hi. Uh, I'm Al Bastard, whatever. Uh, I used to play in FTB. Yeah. I used to hang out with Curtis. I've done a song with Juan. I met Dave, like, randomly uh, one time when I was wandering around his neighborhood. He was, like, spinning uh, records. Had nothing to do with his uh radio or anything or his podcast right. yeah so Hi. that would be me yeah yeah dude man uh, uh speaking of, of which that song we you now we collabed on that was I, i'm really uh you know just really excited how it just you know turned out man that was awesome hey it was it was pretty much thanks to you honestly i it took maybe about I'd say 10 minutes, wrote it in my living room, recorded it right there. And then, you know, you really made that recording pop, you know, you really did. Thank you. you put that sheen over it, the sheen. But, um, yeah, uh, literally but, I, I, I was very happy with it. Yeah. But the thing is, it was a raw source material. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, like it, it was kind of like a um, blind, um, blind test almost. I just kind of sent like that track to a bunch of my musician friends and, you know, you immediately were like, uh, Hey, did you write this? And I said, yeah, I did. And, uh, you were like, Hey, you mind if I, you know, put some keys on it? I have at it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm always down to collab with other people, but hey, man, yeah. Uncle Boobies, uh, Uncle Boobs was uh, here yesterday. Uh, we were playing some uh, banjo and some guitar. You know, right. good stuff. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what's going that's on. Audible, that's Audible Smoke, uh, uh, Mr. Boobs, and also Panhandlers Union, Mr. Boobs. It would be, yeah, that would be the one. Hell and then, yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, I talk to John Rena all the time, but. Um, you know, Rana. Uh, I don't know where he is now, but he's probably dealing with those kids. He's he's kind of like that grumpy old man now. You know, damn kids. 
Um, so, Kurt, I have a question for you. What era was that uh, story in of the band? Oh, probably uh, around 2000. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it was, it was uh, probably long before I met you. Yeah, um, 99, 2000. Yeah. More on there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the lineup that uh, I remember uh, with uh, Brain and Dan and... Um, oh God, I'm such an asshole for forgetting her name. What was her name? Uh, the bass player. Uh, Donnell. Yes, that's right. Um, that era... Uh, I think Dustin came in later, but like they, they seem to have a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know what I have? This is a question to you. Uh, what lineup, and you know what? You don't have to answer this, but what lineup did you personally have the most fun with? Because I know that you and like um, maybe Micah, uh, like uh, other than the, the Matt Colbert, is. Um, mm-hmm the longest running member what what lineup do you what did you like the best i i uh, i i don't don't put anybody out you know i'm just asking you personally you know yeah yeah no i i think uh i think all the lineups have been have have been uh good uh fun to be with uh have had their ups and their downs for sure um the current lineup i think we're having the most uh the most uh, fun with because we just don't care anymore. We, yeah. We're not, we're not trying to outdo some other band or, or to, to find some secret sound or to, uh, to get rich and make a million dollars. We're just like, Hey, if we just be nice guys, when people just fucking like us and then we don't have to worry about the shit anymore. Plus well, Curtis yeah. is all, I'm a talk show host now. What the yeah. fuck do I even need this band? For? Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> Sally, Jesse, Raphael and shit. <laughs> Brian is co-hosting, so oh yeah, he's totally co-hosting. I'm watching you guys. Yeah, he's deep in the mix. <laughs> brain, um, brain is good. He's good. Yeah, for sure. He's comic relief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, it's uh, uh, I, I think uh, some generations of the band. That's so weird to say generations of the band, but it uh, is, it is. Though. Yeah, <laughs> some, some generations of the band uh, ha- were fraught with, uh, with personal issues, you know, uh, band members that knew that their time was uh, limited uh, because they didn't want to, they didn't want to be uh, a musician for the rest of their life or, or they wanted to start a family or they felt that uh, they could do it better than what we were doing, or they felt that uh, maybe things were uh, going wrong or something along those lines. And my, my policy has always been like, Hey, hey if you don't, if you don't like it, um, yeah. uh, you are welcome to leave and I'll even help you with your new project. Uh, I'll help you find people. I'll, I'll help you. Uh, I'll give you contacts. You know, it's like, yeah, but I'm going to be better than you. This we're great. Them yeah. Pre- super. Super. Yeah. yeah like I, I would be like a boss uh, more like if, if I've if I were you, uh, if they quit a, hey, can you at least find a replacement for me? If you're in the horn <laughs> section, you know what I mean? The horn section needs like replacements. Those are the hard ones to get. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or a drummer. If you don't have Micah, you're pretty hey, much Micah, fucked. Micah will never leave Curtis's side. They are like, you know, <laughs> uh, they're like Siamese twins, but good in a good yes. way, you know. Um, 
uh, Mike is probably one of the damn finest drummers that I've ever oh. witnessed. Honestly, uh, he can play. He's diverse, man. He's diverse. He yeah, I mean, he play, has to be. Uh, he's in like 43 bands. But that's why he's in 43 bands, because he can actually play uh, traditional ska with Monkey, and then he could turn around and play rock, like Guns N' Roses type rock, in in well, fluidly. You know what I mean? He's just he's a diverse drummer, man. He, you, know why, you know why he's never been on this show? is because he's too busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's He's practicing right now. Actually, to, to tell you the truth, uh, I can't get uh, Micah to participate in any of the shows because he's uh, he's a technology curmudgeon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I actually messaged him about a week and a half ago just to be mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up, man? You know, it took him yeah. like three days to get back to me, um, and you know, it wasn't like you know uh, trying to dodge me. It took him three days to get back to me, you know? It took him three days to look at his phone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. He's like, oh, yeah, what's this thing? Oh, I just sat on something hard. Oh, that's yeah. 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 He's, I, yeah, Mike is great, though, you know, at least in person, I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, he's, uh, he's a great dude. Um, yeah. So I, I think uh, I think right now uh, we've, uh, we've hit this uh, bizarre period where, um, Brian left the band for a while, uh, was really mad about how his life was going, went, crashed his life into a brick wall and then realized, you know, the only time I was actually happy was playing music Yeah, uh, and yeah. came, came back to us. Um, and during that whole transfer, uh, when he was on the outro, uh, he had really, uh, made, uh, uh, desperate times happen between him and Dan Root, the uh, the saxophone player. My Mountain Dew partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened is uh, years and years later, uh, you know, people were saying like, "Hey, you know, did you ever uh, do you ever keep up with Dan Root?" And I'm like, "Dan Root doesn't even talk to us. Like he he doesn't he makes like- wire sculptures. Yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't like he doesn't like Brian and and for some reason like he he, he went to he he got married, moved to to France. Yeah, he did um, yeah. with his wife, and then his wife cheated on him. And wow, man! Wow, that was really that was really hard for him. But he when he was when he came back to the country, he was uh, he wanted to he wanted a reason to to say that it wasn't my fault it's not my fault it's somebody else's fault right so anything that was uh available for him to like feel indignant about then he would just took the opportunity to do that so for a while there he was telling people that i knew that 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 you know uh he d- he would never play with us again because uh i was i, I had never reached out to him i wasn't i, I wasn't his friend you're the bad guy in every story, yeah. Kurt. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> By the way, hold on, no, let, me, no, let, me, let me jump in here for a second. Yeah. The idea of you being like the bad guy in every story, either you've chilled way the fuck out or like people are just like looking for somebody who's doing a little bit well in the local music scene to be mad or, at. Or he's, or he's really, really sinister and he's got us all fooled. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's possible. He's like, hey, man. He's like, you think oh. I'm doing you a favor by coming on your show when when, when you're drunk and not that interesting <laughs> and, and, like, and I'm sober and fairly interesting? Well, sir, the tables, are, that's actually incorrect, sir. Yeah. No, no, the way, the, the way uh, look, the, I've always been real with my guys and uh some people in certain states of mind they 
think that I'm not being real. You know, fake news. Yeah. You know, I'm on, on Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, 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 uh, like I say, I say, well, you know, I, I, I don't really want to, to, to rob money from anyone. I really don't want to tell you what to play. And I really just do write music and show up with it. And I'm not trying to push your song out of the band because I've wrote a song. I, I just yeah. have it completed and you don't have yours completed. And so we can work on yours for a while, but I have a completed song. Exactly. The struggle is just too hard. And it's like, you know, yeah. it gets to be too many struggles, you know, and then all yeah. of a sudden it comes to resentment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, the, so they, so, so they can't figure out what's wrong with them. So it must be my fault and I'm the figurehead. Right. So yeah. I'm, the, I'm the guy that says, hey, everybody get in the van. Like we got to go now. Get in the oh, fucking van. We got to yeah. go now. You're the oh, bad guy. Oh, oh, that's why you and me. That's why you and me get along and fucking. <laughs> we're the same person, dude, and and just in yeah. like completely different circumstance. But yeah, like oh, back yeah. in the day when we there'd be like six or seven, like we'd be on on the road going to Vegas to play a show, and yeah. there'd be like six or seven DJs, and there'd be like a San Francisco room there. And people be like fucking around and shit at the apartment, and getting high. I'd be like, dude, the yeah. plane leaves at a time, you idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like dude is driving his van to the airport you can get high in the fucking van on the way you to the should airport be, Let's you go. should already be in the van like waiting for the driver to arrive and we are leaving at 3 30 or whatever no, we should, it's you like know? we should already be on the freeway and i had yeah. this experience where this dude was like let's trash this hotel room and i like looked around and i was like hey dude the hotel room's in your name <laughs> why would you go hey let's trash this hotel room no i was just like hey dude the hotel room's in your name <laughs> do what you do what you want to do my friend lives like a, an hour walk from this hotel so if you start destroying this hotel i'm gonna start walking dude started wrecking the fucking hotel and i walked to my friend's house an hour away in vegas like I don't think I've ever been so mad at a hotel in my life. That no, I he thought he was a rock star and shit because like some like, small what? production. He thought he was a rock star and shit because some Why? small production crew so wait, hold on. threw him out. Flew, he thought he was a rock star and shit because some small production crew Kurt, flew him out ever, to Las Vegas. Hey, hey hold room? on, hold on. Hey, hey, hold on. <laughs> this dude thought he was a rock star because some small production crew flew him out to Las Vegas to play a, a gig. And so he was wow. like, wanted to crash. It's fine. The hotel room is his, his name. I like hooked up with my friend and <laughs> in, in, like I called them and then I, I hooked up with them and it was fine. And none of this was my problem. I got on the plane the next day. The dude was a few fucking rows away from me. He didn't seem so happy. And I never played another gig with that motherfucker again. That's cold, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you mean that's cold? Uh, I left. So no, I was no, trashing no, a hotel not, room. Not, not on you. Not on you. I'm just saying, like, no. My friend Jared. My friend Jared was on like GHB. My friend situation. Jared was on GHB, and he had to talk to the cops and shit after the dude <laughs> oh, the hotel. Yeah. It was a bad yeah. scene. Yeah, that's oh, it's fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. So, so here's an example of what uh, of what uh, 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 gets people either on your side or not on your side. Uh, we were on tour in Texas with, uh, with a band from Texas called Los Carnales, right? Los Carnales is like, uh, is like, uh, uh, Vato Rockabilly Ska, right? So, <laughs> So they have a song called Bomba 48. I get in my Bomba 48, Bomba 48. What are you riding my Bomba 48? <laughs> and uh, now I want to find so, this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big hit for them. So, uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, we, we, we're going from place to place uh, playing these clubs. And we're in, uh, I think we're in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is the ass of 
of America. It's the very bottom, right? <laughs> so it's right before you, you cross across the border. It's a, and the homosexual called, community, one's called the bottom, the other's called the top. <laughs> and it's uh it's called las cruces because the two main freeways go right through it and these are the main freeways of america and this is where a lot of the drug trafficking goes on so there's a lot of like um uh really shitty people down there and we're playing some club and my band has like uh six or seven dudes and we got like a a, a merch guy with us right and their band has like nine dudes and a merch guy so we've got this uh this army Right. And we show up, the, we show up at this club and there's only like six people, six actual people in the club, but we fill the club just with the bodies, you know, from, from all the time. Yeah. And we're having a good time. And these two, <clears throat> these two, uh, Hicks come in like full on stereotypical wearing uh, plaid shirts, ba- uh, you know, backward baseball caps, that kind of Hick. Right. And they come in and they're like, we're playing and they're like, fucking pussy. And, they keep just being real shitty, right? And then they start throwing things at us, and they start like shoulder checking the other band members that are in the in in the in the crowd, and they're just being they just want to get in the fight. They're just local boys that want to get in a fight, and um, we get off stage, and I'm like, we got to get our stuff out. We got to load our stuff out like right now. And everyone's like, no, no, we we got to go teach those guys. A, fucking lesson i'm like no we're gonna load our shit out so i'm start i just start loading the stuff out and people are like dude put the stuff down i'm like no i'm loading the shit out i'm leading by example we're getting the fuck out of here right this is a problem i don't need right now yeah yeah exactly so i'm i'm loading stuff out and all i'm thinking about is like is like this is exactly what i need like my the parents of my band members to call me up and ask them to, to have them ask me why they have to wire money to Las Cruces, New Mexico to get their son out of jail. Right. So I'm, I start loading up the band myself and people are like, why are you so pissed? And I'm like, because you guys are being fucking irrational. So then the, uh, the other band comes out, the, the fucking 10 members of the other band and they start talking to my guys and now they're in a semicircle and they're like look we're gonna this is how it's gonna go down one of you guys is gonna come in you're gonna you're gonna dare the guy to fight he's gonna come out in the parking lot and then we're just gonna kick his fucking teeth in and i look i i walked to the they were literally in an arc in the parking lot around the front door so curtis walks to the center of the arc where he might get noticed yeah so i walked to the center of the arc and and i said i said this is not going to happen. You're, you're going to get in your fucking van and my guys are going to get my van. And they're like, dude, those guys need to uh, need to learn a lesson. And I'm all, no, God has given them the lesson of their life. They are stuck in this shithole. And tomorrow we're going to be 14 hours drive away from these fuckers. And we're going to be playing to a crowd that actually appreciates us. And these guys are going to still be stuck in their self-hatred, self-loathing shithole of Las Cruces, New Mexico, get in the fucking van. And I just walked off and started the van, and then they sheepishly just walked in, opened the door. They're like, okay, I guess we're in. Well, like, what now, else is going to happen? You're going to get arrested. That's all. Yeah, the, exactly. other, the other option is just everybody gets arrested. That sounds. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, you say you're going to get arrested, and they're like, whatever. No, cop doesn't. They're, that doesn't work. But when you tell them how much your life is better than that asshole in there, and if you leave him that's his just reward that made his life worse 
If you fight him, then he can brag that he's kicked some ass or got his ass kicked. You're not leaving him with a story. You're leaving him in despair. Like the best story you'll get is those guys like were punks and wouldn't step to me after I talked yeah. shit to them. And then they yeah. left those guys talked in that band that were on tour. Yeah. They didn't want anything to do with my fight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to get my fight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so, so when it comes down to it, you, you, when you're a, a band member and you see someone being that decisive, uh, you decide whether that person has the right to say that kind of thing to you. And, that can eat at you for years and years and years and then suddenly come out in the conversation. And, and I, I don't know what to say, you know, like I've, I've, uh, I've made sure everybody got home alive. So there's gotta be something to it. There's gotta be somebody that does that too. Honestly, like there's gotta be some level headed person within a band when you're that far away from home, you know? Yeah. Uh, A lot of, I mean, you, you remember, uh, George, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's the type of uh, loose cannon that would like kind of let it slip, um, you know, the wrong way, you know, uh, yeah. for everybody involved sometimes. And yeah. So yeah. for us, that was Drew, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. The, uh, for, the, for the people that don't know, know who he's talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> George was a, was a, <laughs> was a farmer, was a farmer's son <laughs> and played, dr- played drums and had three personalities you had george which was the the farmer's son that played drums oh wait you wait first you have sheriff uh uh right which was when he was sober <laughs> i've never heard of the sheriff do yeah he's always doing right when he's sober you gotta uh, do it the right way you know okay, so okay, okay. So, so what what i knew him by was was george <laughs> which was which was the drummer that shows up that's a nice guy he's a he's a he's a he's a good old country boy uh and he plays uh, uh drums in this ska band in this weird ska funk band yeah and then there was jorge and jorge (laughs) was when george got a couple drinks in him and he was a little bit wild a little bit sloppy a little bit crazy a little bit nuts (laughs) and then there was hizzle (laughs) <laughs> and hizzle was when he's three sheets to the wind and he wants to fight anybody like yeah. girls boys he wants to fight he'll he'll you he could be literally uh vomiting and he's like ah oh, come here i want to beat you up come here. yeah <laughs> like, you know I'll, I'll tell you a good story about hizzle like uh drew never woke up before noon right never i mean he, he was just dead before noon he, he was non-existent but this one morning I'm standing out in front of my house and he's calling me at 9 a.m. And I'm like, oh, you know, like this has to be bad, you know, mm-hmm. um, it has to be an emergency or something, you know, something bad happened. And he goes, Hizzle's done it, man. And I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, last night at Johnny V's, he was over there for his birthday and here's something about George. He always forgets his wallet at the bar every freaking time every time that's amazing yeah like i I like every time i could be like i could be like i don't know your name curtis's name (laughs) probably still know juan's name be like juan i can't reach my back right pocket don't grab my ass check for my wallet yeah what he does is he takes his wallet out puts it on the bar like he owns the place you know what i mean so like like, uh, he goes yeah he goes to johnny v's and um, I guess uh, Brian from the Shit Kickers, I think, was who it was. Um, 
was serving that night or whatever and they cut him off and he was like no let me get one more so they were nice enough to let him have one more and then he was like let me have one more and they're like no you gotta go right so he reaches over the bar and slaps dude you know oh dude that would be that would be the i just gotta stay straight up that'd be the end of my friendship with somebody if they like hit like a waiter bartender anybody when i was out with yeah, them. yeah we we were at that point we were kind of like what do we do about this because we're going to be blacklisted you know what i mean it anybody be that, about being blacklisted for me it would be it, like it, i like i like i'm an asshole but i'm not that asshole it, well precisely we wanted to like distance ourselves from him probably you know for slapping a bartender first off and then that guy secondly but um you know drew called me in the morning and that's what happened and george of course is like sober by this point you know and he's like oh it wasn't really like that they beat me up no dude you you know <laughs> you 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 know him man he, he totally slapped that guy yeah yeah. But he tried to lie about it, you know? Of course. Yeah, that was the abridged version of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, since we got you on the horn, Alabaster, if it's okay with you, I'm going to play one of your songs. The one that's got thank Juan you. Maserati in it. You don't got to thank me. You should be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Like This isn't like a good show that I'm playing your Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. This is Alabaster featuring Juan Maserati. This song is called You're Nothing. You're nothing You couldn't look me 
beautiful food and inspiration all right everybody we're back looks like doug has turned on a light we gotta get some video of alabaster i feel like a john john yeah. renna is about to join us in a minute this is the part of the show where yeah, i get the show supposed the to be told the, me just turn on a light. <laughs> this is the part of the show where i'm like the show's supposed to be over but we're gonna go long this is just like a thing that happens now so the show's supposed to be over but we're gonna go long yeah 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 ot that's OT, like OT3, where they learn about Xenu. <laughs> Let's go there, bro. Xenu. Oh, Scientology. <laughs> oh, no. Scientology. So, so, fucking Alabaster, we got you up on cam now. What's going on? Like, Not much, man. I'm just uh, chilling here in uh, good old Hayward, uh, California. Represent you know? H-Town. Represent, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Downtown Hayward is here. not actually the worst place in the world to hang out. No, it's in, not. I, yeah. I grew up in East Bay. That, man, that's my hometown. I guess where I grew up, East Bay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a change of uh, scenery from San Jose and Campbell. I mean, I grew up in Campbell, um, uh, closer to Las Gatas, but you know, it's cool. It's um, yeah, it's yeah. low key, man. Nobody messes with you. You know, um, 
the uh, the five O presence isn't so heavy here, and I live right down the street from the police station. You know, yes, uh, yes. I, that's yeah. one thing that I noticed coming back to Santa Clara County, man. Is like, um, just the cops are everywhere there. I mean, being there, you don't really realize it, but you know, they're just. That was what I was gonna ask. Is like, cause I don't see them. Like, I live in Campbell, right? Oh shit! I just doxed myself. All the people that like don't like me because of my other shows are now going to come shoot me. Um, but I don't see the cops, but I think it's not that they're not here. It's just that I don't notice them. They're they're at the Safeway, you know. Um, oh no, I live behind the Safeway. What I'm saying is, no, when that's I walk what up I mean. Safeway, they're all like I don't see them. Really? Because like, um, honestly, when I lived there, um, over on White Oaks or whatever, uh. That's usually where I saw him because somebody was trying to steal a Snickers or, you oh, know, I'm not whatever. saying they're not there. I'm saying that because <laughs> I live, because I live where I live, yeah. I maybe don't see them. Right. Cause yeah. Uh, specifically in Campbell, you know what the cop's job was to make sure that Campbell Avenue made money. That was their job. Really? I think so. Yeah. Like, like um, they like yeah. serve the tax base. Right. And, and here in Campbell before COVID, the cop's job was to make sure that everybody on Campbell Avenue was safe and spending their money. Absolutely. And I think, um, yeah, you mean the downtown area, like, um, the, the Campbell police, I think, are, I think the fifth highest paid, uh, police force in all of California. You know what? There was these two guys that would rock around in cop outfits without a gun. And I, I presume they were police <laughs> and they would come up and talk to me and my friend Brandon sometimes. Like, what that are you kind doing? Of, and I'd be like, Hey man, you're a cop. And he'd be like, Oh, I'm not really questioning you. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm standing out in front of my friend's restaurant smoking that, a cigarette. I was like, I quit smoking by the way. Yeah. That reminds me of that, uh, Emilio Estevez movie, uh, minute work. Remember that? This is a site. It's called the conduit. We could all get yeah. together and watch men at work on stream. We just couldn't do it on Dude, Twitch. That, yeah. That movie's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, who was the other guy? It was uh, it was uh, Charlie Sheen, wasn't it? It was Charlie Sheen and Emilio yeah. Estevez. Yeah, put the hooker in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I can't remember the, the actor's name. But it must have been uh, Sheen and, and Estevez for sure. Charlie Charlie Sheen is my hero. He's he's what I. I mean, he uh, was the most effective at putting the sex worker in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy was out of control, man. Oh, well, the, fucking, still... the police report where they were like, we found a fucking prostitute in his closet. I'm like, it really? fucking stay winning, <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Stay winning. Hey, hey, look, I create magic for people, okay? You know? I mean, do you create <laughs> like, that kind of magic, though? Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm being like, you know, ounce rocks, that's just six ounce rocks, that's just how I'm living. <laughs> Whoa, bro, you know? Calm down there, sir. Yeah, Charlie Sheen probably has a podcast now where he has intimate discussions with people. That's probably where he ended up. Dude, I would listen to that podcast if Charlie Sheen had a podcast, man. You know, winning. <laughs> winning Dude, with guy. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, winning with Charlie Sheen. We're just going right. to start calling this show that. Yeah. Uh, if you if you guys want to actually... <laughs> You guys want to actually listen to a podcast that that has that feel that winning with charlie <laughs> oh you're listening uh, to it right now no, 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 no. This, one, this one goes away above and beyond uh it, oh, thanks curtis uh, <laughs> i've heard better bands than monkey too 
Whoa! Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that all day long. Uh, no. Uh, is uh, David Lee Roth, Diamond David Lee Roth. Oh, my God. What? Have, you listened, have you listened to his podcast? His podcast. Yeah. No, I haven't. No, but I'm about to like cancel shows for like, if you see me take a week off in the next two weeks, if we're like, oh, we're not going to have any shows this week. Because I'm listening to the David Lee Roth podcast, dude. The I'm Joe gonna, Rogan, the Joe Rogan with David Lee Roth is a priceless. Yeah, priceless. I, I'm gonna, give you, <laughs> I'm gonna give you my. Uh, I'm gonna do an impression of the, uh, the David Lee Roth podcast. <laughs> Diamond Dave. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is my 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 impression. <clears throat> Oh yeah, <laughs> you're on with a diamond, diamond Dave. <laughs> it's just like it's like the bottom half of a goatee talking into a camera. <laughs> we got stories to tell. Oh yeah, we do. We got stories to tell. <laughs> it's like a little bit of WWE going on. In that. You know what I want to know? You know what I want to know is who told who told David Lee Roth that that like high pitched squeal is cool. Like who went? You know what? Hey man, I think that's gonna be your signature. You know, like oh, you know, like yeah, yeah. Who did that? Because where did that come from? It's 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 like one of those bizarre rock and roll things where it's like, dude, somebody must have told him along the lines that that was cool because like. You know, have you ever heard his isolated vocal tracks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude. Like <laughs> oh, and then of course we got Dr. Roxo yeah. on uh Metalocalypse. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so Rock and Roll. That um the one song uh that one song uh uh that one of these days they're gonna put me away because I'm a rock and roll clown and I do cocaine. Mm. Dude, priceless skiing across the mounds of coke and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, what happened to John Renner? You see this? You see my John Renner hat? Look at that, John yeah. Renner. Yeah. What? I thought he was supposed to come on here. Where is what? he? At? Where Loser. You? He's, He's lost. You know, we're 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 over here winning. He's losing. Oh, he's dead. Dad, give me a minute to get hooked up so he's getting. Up right now. You, you know what I love about this dynamic, by the way? Hold on, I'm back. I'll put myself on the camera. Here, we'll do the slide one. As soon as I leave, Juan starts talking. Juan's like, shit, I'm the host now. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> he just interjects like one or two words every, like, you know, half an hour to make sure that he's still alive and it's not just like a old feed or something. Oh, shit. Yeah. We got fucking, we got fucking, hold on. We got, we got another people another. waiting. We do got people yeah, waiting. Do you notice that Curtis? Curtis is just a head. Do you notice that? He's got the black background, but he's just a Curtis head. So we got I'm somebody new joining us. Who are you, sir? A, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you oh, sound no. real good. Oh, man. Hey, man, I got to go. All right, peace. You, you can just leave. You don't even got to tell anybody. You can just leave. If you're like, Ren is here, I got to go. <laughs> Hey, your lady needs you or what? Oh, what? I don't know. You, uh, we might be hearing your, we might be hearing your uh, computer mic and not your mic mic. Can you like s- tap your microphone like this? Yeah, we're hearing your computer mic. There's a little gear that has little settings and shit on it. This is a, uh, as Juan Maserati would say back in the day, right here. This is a uh, riveting radio on Echoplex Media live. But it doesn't really matter that much. 
I think I got it now. Oh shit! Look, listen to the yeah, you, yeah, you do. You sound real good, John Renna. John Renna, tell everybody about yourself. What's up? Hey, what's up, motherfuckers? I am John Renna from Campbell, California. <laughs> that sounds good. And um, and when I'm not at home licking my own dick, I like to play punk rock music on the acoustic guitar and bust these motherfuckers' balls on local love, Echoplex slash Twitch slash. Wherever the fuck you Discord slash hired, Facebook you're hired, slash. sir. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> God damn! I can't follow them on all of all the platforms. I, I I'm pretty. I, they're the only reason I'm actually on Twitch. And sometimes I'll go through <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll be like, who are these fucking DJs? Like, I'm not even yeah. into this music. When are the when are am I going to find people like me on Twitch? That's what oh, I want. Uh, Dude, you're Twitch a dinosaur. Bro. Twitch is. Did you know that Twitch is I a gaming know. platform? That's what most people do on here. Yeah, I have no uh, need to go on here other than you guys. No, you so should actually check really... out, like, go into the music tab. There's people, like, there's people doing everything from, like, live performances, like, of themselves on the guitar, like y'all, or people who are, like, building their album in Logic. And you're yeah, watching I'm sorry, them, like, I can, do the mix I can't get over the Curtis head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, what I'm saying I, is like I that, that music those, tab. Dude, I there's a people few of those artists on there. Yeah, there there, there was some good stuff on there. Yeah. I, I've been checking it out a little bit. I mean, it's 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 new to me, you know. Um, but what I do like is that people can just set up their own channel and just kind of get it out there. And then you know, if you want to follow, you can follow. It's like it's like straight for the performer or like whatever you're doing. You know, whether you're gaming. I mean, what or I'm whatever, doing here but, is a largely a performance. Yeah. If you want to call it that, bombs. you sound like you, you sound like you would be a good master, uh, uh, masterer, Dave, because you know, like a lot about compression, don't you? Because being a DJ and stuff like that. Oh, that's not how I learned about compression. I used to write electronic music. Well, that you know, like you do know a lot about that, right? Um, could do you do you believe that you could sonically master uh bands' recordings? If somebody gave me their stems and like nobody in their band knew what they were doing, yeah, I could certainly put out something that sounded reasonable, but no, like I don't think that I would be better than somebody else that that was already like working with them or whatever. Probably not. I think you're pretty knowledgeable. I've reached out to you a few times about questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like that, like sound and like. First of all, like that's like a that's like a task I don't need. Like, yeah, trying to trying to mix some band down, sorry, and then sorry. the guitarist is mad that they weren't loud enough, and I was like, I think so you I were loud enough. I mixed down your, your fucking. Room, huh? Yeah, I was like, I don't. That's a, that's a hassle. I don't need. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm yeah, like, mixing I'm like, definitely. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. this live show sounds like super good. When we first showed up here on Twitch, people thought it was a pre-record. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've heard you talk about compression and stuff like that, okay. and that's mainly uh, what mastering is all about, right, Curtis? I don't know. Like I, dynamics never... and EQ and like yeah. where you put it spatially and stuff. Yeah, uh, I, dynamics I just... though. Like, what? What? What's yeah. Curtis? What's Curtis? Here, Curtis, go ahead. Just have Audith mix and master your stuff. And the, see, the like Curtis that's what I'm said... saying. Like, I was like, Audith, you should master my podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's what I did. See, I didn't get Audith to actually mix and master my stuff. He kind of helped tutor me on how to do it myself. That's even better. So it's teach a man. I was like, fish. Well, look, I really wanted you to do this for me, kind of thing. But he was like, no, you're going to do it for yourself. And I was like, fuck, I, I got to do work now. That's some, no, that's so, some teach a man to fish shit, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. He really did. It, it was, it was clutch. I mean, it, 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 that guy is, is fucking amazing at what he does and just has an amazing ear for sound. And, um, the knowledge I, I was able to pick out of that guy's brain over the course of a few months was, is going to last with me for the rest of my life. So, but, but Alabaster, Alabaster, what you were saying, you, if, yeah. if you have a track you're working on, send me all the, the channels, I'll mix it down and send it back to you. See what you think. I will. And, you know, just to thank you, uh, just to talk about John for a minute, you know, uh, honestly, you're amazing in and of yourself because this guy uh, took what took me maybe about 10, 15 years to figure out because I used to do old analog recordings at home or whatever. And he, you know, wrote, recorded and did everything uh, himself in the space of a year in learning how to do all that stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, that was great. Uh, Thank you, brother. Yeah, I, I was, you know, there were times when you got frustrated and hit a wall, but, I mean, right. yeah, he totally did it all himself, you know, within the span of a year, learning and uh, doing it, applying it. So, mm -hmm. it can be done, sir. It can be done. Well, back to what we are talking about, uh, Thank you. Curtis was mentioning this. That there's this kind of do-it-yourself spirit here in uh, yeah. South Bay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, where uh, you guys are looking, this is where I do all my recordings right here. Oh, me too. Well, I think it, you just you, you look on this screen here, and I, I see your mic sounds. What kind of mic is that, dude? Hold on. <laughs> this is actually a really old school mic. <laughs> like, what is uh, that? That shit. That shit sounds hella good. <sighs> Look at his like $150 Pearl Jam sweatshirt. Global audio. I've had it for like 15 years probably. I don't even know. That mic sounds hella good. Yeah, yeah. this is the one I recorded all the vocals on the album on and um, pretty much everything. Well, the, the, I got a new microphone in the vocal booth that I, I've been recording my vocals on. No, which no, is no, 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 fuck that. that. It might just be the way that that mic picks you up specifically, but you're like casually talking into it. And I'm like, I think I don't sound very good right now. You sound pretty good. No, I mean, no, I'm not. No, Man. I appreciate it. I mean, I, I'm always kind of trying to, I'm, you know, I'm always trying to get better, better my sound. And, and uh, now that I've been able to figure this out, you know, with you guys, uh, I, mean, I probably will never look back again you know some mornings oh, i'm in my work meeting with like my little earbud in and just like talking on the computer mic i'm like this sucks i want to be on like local love right now talking what, what kind of interfaces does everybody have except for dave because i know he's got like a super professional no, one no focus right i've got a scarlet joe really? Hansen. yeah he, he, that's what that's what that's what uh that's what ren is on too a focus right yeah yeah two <laughs> Um, oh, I have two of them too. I have the Octo Pre. Also, let's not even do this. I'll just this, talk to the uh, Steinberg. You are twenty Q Mark Q. He's on a Steinberg. I did. Yeah, yeah. I got the Apollo Twin, the twenty Twin Twin. Oh, you should be like you should be like talking to us through that right now. I know. I okay, know. Cool. As long as you know. Well, if you want me to, yeah. Oh, fuck, um, fuck yeah if you have a microphone and shit yeah fuck like hold it up like you're like on star search and just like hold the mic in front of your face i'll do it oh, shit, <laughs> no i got the whole shindig i got the tabletop um little uh mic stand it was only fuck, one that they rena, had. rena if anybody offers to buy that mic from you do not sell it to them <laughs> yeah. just be like mm, into that mic right now please mm. <laughs> Do it again. 
Yeah. Oh God, that <laughs> mic sounds so good. Um, <laughs> you got to do your uh, David oh. Roth. Doug and I are writing some music together um, and starting a project. We yep. have a couple songs we've been putting together, which is really fucking weird because we've been we've known each other too long, almost thirty years, and we've been in a, a couple different like musical like projects and bands together, but we've never really like written on like written music together. And so these couple songs that we've done recently are actually really special to me um, because he just sent me some music he produced and he was like some stuff I, I you know I, I can't come with, up with anything to it and I felt very inspired to write to Doug's music I typically do and um, so I think it's just the tip of the iceberg I've been a little busy lately with some other things I haven't been able to do much music but you have, uh, you have ch- one or more children yeah. Yeah, I got a couple of those. Oh, that sucks. Like, I'm like, good, good on you for having children, by the way. I don't want a bunch of assholes having kids. I'm glad yeah. you are. Because you're like a pretty yeah. nice guy. You're like a decent human being. But also, like, as a musician, it's a, it's a little hard. Yeah. It's a little tough. We, you know, I work full time. Me and my wife just bought a business and we got the two kids. We have no childcare. We're doing kind of all on our own. And um, so when I get to the music hour, usually around nine, nine. <laughs> it's funny you're like nine like late at night and i'm like what uh-oh i think i've lost all of you Mm-mm. can you nope. hear me no i can hear you oh we're just having a moment of silence can you hear me i'm not used to that here i'm used to being like oh yeah i'm used to being all i'm used to being all like could everyone casually shut the fuck up <laughs> I get a bit of dead air. I'm like, shit, is all of my stuff broken? Idalia onions. <laughs> <laughs> Your breath smells. All right, you know, this oh, is as good a place man. as any to cut off the podcast. Y'all don't leave. We're just going to play a song real quick. And uh, everybody on the podcast listening to this, subscribe to the podcast, but more importantly, follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. You can check out all of our live shows. Fucking Juan Curtis, fucking Alabastard, yeah. and uh, John Renna coming in clutch at the last minute. Thanks for joining me. We're going to head on into Red Light, and uh, I think we're going to play this song by La Palma. This is Infinite Bounce. We'll see everybody in a short amount of time. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for Local Love.